బైబిల్ ట్రెషర్స్ టాపిక్ లెవెన్ గివింగ్ వెల్కమ్ టు ది సౌండ్ డాక్టర్ టెలికాస్ట్ praise god for all that we are learning in the series of talks that we have in this telecast we would like to begin with what apostle paul predicted several centuries ago turn with us to second timothy fourth chapter and we'll read to you verse 3 the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine but according to their own desires because they have itching ears they will heap up for themselves teachers and turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables and they would just turn their ears from the truth and they will go to the fables now these times are already upon us everywhere you find even though there are so many sermons and preaching programs there is a famine for the word of god Now that's what was prophesied by prophet Amos. Now turn with us to the book of Amos 8th chapter and I will read to you verse 11. Behold the days are coming says the Lord God that I will send a famine on the land not a famine of bread nor a thirst for water but of hearing the words of the Lord. we want you to look at the specifics that is mentioned there there is going to be a famine that is not a famine for bread and it is not a famine for water that means it is not a famine for material blessings in other words there might be material prosperity but there will be a famine for the hearing of the words of the lord that means there is going to be a spiritual poverty if you look at that 11th word still closely there will be a famine of hearing the words of the lord pulpits would be void of pure scripture now this is not going to be an isolated incident in any one particular state or country says in verse 12 that this problem or this famine will be there from sea to sea and then it says in the same 12th verse that famine will be there from north to east and then it says people will run to and fro but they would not be able to find the word of the lord in other words they will go from meeting to meeting but their spiritual thirst and hunger would not be met with by God's word it is for times like this apostle paul even during his time he has given a proper remedy and prescription turn again to the passage where we started with second timothy fourth chapter look at the second words he says preach the word because there is going to be a famine you preach the word the same exhortation apostle paul gave to titus also turn to the epistle titus the second chapter and we'll read to you the first words as for you speak the things which are proper for sound doctrine now beloved this is exactly why we are telecasting this program 
Now there is a void and vacuum for preaching of the pure word of God all over Christendom. That is why this very program is called Sound Doctrine Telecast. We have no other aim and we have no agenda whatsoever. And you would find that not even any time is allotted for singing. But there is a penury for the scriptures. With this background, we'll move to the study of the subject which we started last week. The subject that is before us is how not to give. Now, last week we studied lesson number one. Do not separate life from giving. Holy living and acceptable giving are inseparable. Today we will move on to lesson number two. Do not yearn by ungodly means. Once again, do not yearn by ungodly means. Beloved, we are living in a corrupt society. Everywhere the very atmosphere is toxic with corruption. Now there is corruption in the government departments and there is also corruption in non-governmental institutions. And there is corruption in the world and there is corruption in the church as well. And there is corruption in evangelistic agencies and also in relief organizations. There are crocodiles everywhere in Christendom and some of them are awaiting the next tsunami. Sorry to make a statement like that but that is what is happening today. It is in this context that God's people should take a clear stand that they would not earn money by any ungodly means. Because if we give anything to God by what we earn in an ungodly means, that's not going to be acceptable before God. I'd like to give you some examples and then we would see what God has to tell about that very specifically in this area. Turn with us to the book of Proverbs, 11th chapter. And I'll read to you the first words. A false balance is an abomination to the Lord. But a just weight is his delight. You know, one is detestable to God and the other is delightsome or delightful to God. Make it more practical by expounding this passage. If you are in any business, you should not cheat your customers. Never ever do or say anything that will cheat your clients. Suppose you produce and sell some of your own uh, materials. Never ever give a false impression about your products. Now that is something which God will be displeased and that is abominable before God as the Bible says. Now today in India, whenever we buy something, some equipment, what do we see? Is there one ISI mark there? Now we know what ISI is, Indian Standards Institutions. But I think our standard as Christians should excel this ISI. Because we have got the kingdom standard. Then immediately you may say, brother, if we just sell our products like that, what about the profit? Beloved, you must keep a margin, but be satisfied with a decent margin. 
Don't become over ambitious. It is your over ambition that will land you in trouble. Now also in the same chapter when you come down to verse 26 there is a warning that is served to us. The people will curse him who withholds grain but blessing will be on the head of him who sells it. In other words, if you are a businessman, don't ever hold essential food grains and commodities. Just because you are holding it for a future day to raise more profit, no poor man should go to bed empty and hungry. These are things where we need to be very sensitive because God of heaven and earth watches all these things. And also there is another instruction that is given to us through the Bible that we as God's people must take a clear stand against all forms of bribery. Now turn with us to the book of Psalms 26th chapter. Here we have a testimony of David concerning bribes. Look at verses 10 and 11. He says that these people, their hands is a sinister scheme and whose right hand is full of bribes. Then he comes to his own testimony in verse 11. But as for me, I will walk in my integrity. Now, beloved, when talking about bribery, he said, as for me, I will walk in my integrity. Now, every Christian businessman and every Christian industrialist must be able to say that. There may be corruption and there may be bribery everywhere, but as for me, I will walk in integrity. Why is bribery wrong? Do you ever think about it? Bribery puts the poor and underprivileged in a tremendous disadvantage. But do you know one of the names for our Jehovah God in the Bible? He is the God of the poor. And when a poor man, because of bribery, is put into disadvantage, God will be displeased with you. Now we want you to turn to the opening pages of the New Testament and see the ministry of John the Baptist. Turn with us to the book of Luke 3rd chapter. Read to you verses 12 and 13. He was preaching about repentance by River Jordan. People wanted him to specifically tell them what exactly they should do by way of repentance. Now look at verses 12 and 13. Tax collectors came to be baptized and said to him, Teacher, what shall we do? See the immediate answer this man of God gave to this group. And he said to them, Collect no more than what is appointed for you. Keep your hands away from all forms of bribery. Maybe in his audience there was a short man. He was a tax collector by name Zacharias. He would have heard this message. It been too much for him. Maybe he, he did not go for baptism. There was a spiritual hunger and thirst in his heart. And he climbed up a tree to look at Jesus. Before he saw Jesus, Jesus saw him. Jesus said, today I am going to stay with you. And the fellow came and he ran to his doorstep and he stood there. You know what he said? 
if i have taken anything illegally from others or if i have taken any bribe i will return it fourfold immediately you know what jesus said today salvation has come to this house you know many times we hear preachers going and meeting with families and say god says from today i will bless you but what the day it is the day when you really repent that is the day that god's blessing begin to flow in with you and you also should be very careful that you don't have any partnership with men who are evil and who are definitely corrupt because your testimony is more important than the money you also should be very careful about prompt payment of wages to your laborers you know god said the same day that you would give the wages if you delay it that man will cry unto the lord and the lord of hosts would be angry with him you know how serious god is about this matter beloved we cannot ignore beware of questionable businesses also christian cannot be investing in lotteries he cannot be just investing in liquor business now these are not places they are not right for a christian it is not in line with what the bible has taught him and another thing that we would like to warn you against that beware of overworking to become too rich now turn with us to book of proverbs 23rd chapter these are all practical exhortations we want you to look at fourth and the fifth verses do not overwork to become rich because of your own understanding cease stop will you set your eyes on that which is not for riches certainly make themselves wings they fly away like an eagle towards heaven we must dedicate ourselves for hard work definitely not overworking should not spend too much time in work that we are left with no time for family or for god Now these are all things we should take into account when we talk about earning money. In our church services and meetings, you know, usually someone would be called to the dais to pray for the offerings that were collected. But I want to tell you something beloved. This prayer cannot sanctify any money that was earned by ungodly means. the money must be clean before it comes into the money bag or the offering plate now there may be a question for some of you i wish i had heard this message several years ago now i have already acquired and amassed so much of wealth by illegal means now what shall i do with that money two things you must do take it very seriously wherever possible set matters right repay it and just put the matters right now turn with us to the book of ezekiel 33rd chapter there we have got a very clear cut exhortation if you read from verses 15 16 and 17 the wicked restores the pledge and gives back what he has stolen and walks in the statutes of life without committing iniquity he shall surely live and he shall not die this is the very clear exhortation which we need to follow return wherever you can do that and then distribute the money to the poor people as liberally and as lavishly as you can 
I think that's what Zacchaeus did. And when Jesus spoke to him, you know what he said? I will give the half of what I have to the poor people. Beloved, the teaching that you have received just now may not be very tasty and sweet. But nevertheless, we need to be very serious because giving is not just a pastime, it is an eternal duty. And it is an eternal business that we are doing with God. How not to give? Do not yearn by ungodly means. Shall we pray? Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for the message that we have got from your Holy Word. Thank you Lord for so beautifully your word brings out these eternal truths. We give you all the glory and honor. In Jesus name we pray. Amen.